Hello, fellow lovers of all things green. I'm Mary Stone, and welcome to Garden Dilemmas, Delights, and Discoveries. It's not only about gardens, it's about nature's inspirations, about grasping the glories of the world around us, gathering what we learn from Mother Nature, and carrying these lessons into our garden of life. So let's jump in in the spirit of learning from each other. We have lots to talk about. Hello there, it's Mary Stone speaking to you once again from the screen porch where the ice dams left from the meltdown and refreeze are casting a beautiful, shiny field around me. (laughs) I'm not sure if you hear the brook racing, but it is pretty full too. It's certainly very slick out there, I might add. Not that I want to tell you how I know this. (laughs) Let's just say I'm recovering still from a big fall. And now I use a garden spade as a walking stick when I walk Jolie around the yard. I so enjoyed hearing from many of you about the last episode where we talked about the incredible wisdom of a magical avocado tree that grew exponentially quickly. I encourage more of you to share your stories of how nature in your gardens or a special plant has impacted your life. So today I look forward to sharing a story about a very misunderstood tree, one of my favorites. And it hadn't occurred to me until writing the column titled Birch Trees Strength and Flexibility that its features and benefits provide wisdom for all of us. And it starts like this. Hello, fellow readers and listeners. When you think about it, the most resilient things in nature are soft and pliable, like blades of grass that bounce back after being trampled and trees that sway in the wind, enduring severe storms, heavy snow or ice. Birch trees, one of my faves, have a reputation of being soft-footed and prone to damage when the opposite is true. Their flexibility enhances endurance. In fact, birch trees are classified as hardwood trees, along with others such as oaks, maple, hickory, beech, sycamore, and cherry. Isn't that something, I mean, many people think they are soft-wooded because they bend in the breeze. In layman's terms, soft-wooded trees are conifers, which are plants with needles and cones, such as spruce, cypress, hemlock, pine, cedar, and fir. Hardwood trees are deciduous, losing their leaves, and almost all of them are flowering, though not always noticeably so. Their wood has water-conducting cells and dense fiber cells, while the softwood trees have only the cells that conduct water. There is a much more biological explanation, which I don't totally understand, but that is the layman's terms or brief, you know, understandable ones. (laughs) It's true that birch trees have shallow root systems and therefore cannot handle even short periods of drought or heated soil well, but they thrive in cool, moist soils. So select a site where soil will remain shaded by other plants, yet where their leaves will enjoy the full sun for most of the day. They'll thrive for 40 to 50 years in the right environment. That's another, you know, misnomer about birch trees. People think they're short-lived, but I don't know, 40 or 50 years? Pretty nice length of life, don't you think, for a tree? River birch, Betula nigra, is my favorite native birch in our area, with layers of salmon-colored bark peeling back to reveal creamy white inner bark. This beauty is stunning in our winter landscape and can be grown as either a single trunk or a multi-stem tree. Heritage and Duroheat river birch are more tolerant of heat and dryness than other varieties and are highly resistant to bronze birch borer and leaf spot diseases that have devastated others. By the way, from my observation, paper birch is the most affected by borers and other diseases, at least in our neck of the woods. 
so much so that I no longer use them in landscape designs. Yet there are groves of them in a magical place I call the top of the world I'm going to tell you about. Contrary to popular belief that birch trees are susceptible to winter damage, its pliable wood is actually advantageous in enduring winds, ice, and snow, as they can go with the flow. Proof of performance resides in one of my favorite respite spots, Big Pocono State Park, which sits on top of Camelback Mountain Resort in Tannersville, Pennsylvania. There are such amazing views at the top there. You can see parts of Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and New York. It's remarkable. And the trails are graced with paper birch that have adapted so well to the windy conditions. Sure, some of them are broken with age, but they are just so strong and healthy and massive groves of them up there. It's just stunning. All living things become stiff when they die, and at which time they lose all their strength. As softwood and hardwood trees age, they grow rigid and brittle and are more susceptible to winds and fire. A tree that cannot bend will crack. We can make the same analogy in the garden of life. Many consider staying rigid in views as a form of strength, but by remaining steadfast on an opinion or idea without considering other points of view, life will not be fluid and serene. Instead, be flexible and more tolerant of opposing feelings. Listen rather than arguing or telling. Look at the goodness in the person. You don't have to agree. Just listen. Maybe imagine yourself in their shoes and embrace that they are part of our world. Your world. One world. And notice over time how relationships, how life will improve. Imagine if we all did just that. As written in verse 76 of the Tao Te Ching, which was written over 2,500 years ago, the hard and stiff will be broken, the soft and supple will prevail. Garden Dilemmas? AskMaryStone.com I thought I'd share a bit more about other birch trees to give them a deserving mention. As Doug Tallamy writes in Bringing Nature Home, birch trees support 456 species of butterflies and moths, and he ranks at number four on his list of woody plants that help them and support them and nurture them. As you may have guessed if you tuned into episode 35, Leaf Therapy Essential Oaks, you may wish to bounce back to that if you haven't listened already. Oak trees are number one, willows two, cherry and plum number three, but birch trees are number four, so they are a wonderful tree to support our wildlife. In addition to river birch and paper birch, there's yellow birch, also known as swamp birch, that also has glorious peeling bark. And beyond the moths and butterflies, the flower buds and seeds are food for the songbirds, small mammals, grouse, and turkeys, Tallamy writes. And something I hadn't considered... The exfoliating bark offers hiding spots for insects during the winter, which then supplies food for the woodpeckers. Are you hearing all the bird sounds as we're talking about birds? I just love that. That's why a screen porch is beautiful all times of year, even the winter. There's a story about the first time I came upon the top of the world I'd like to tell you about. I think we have a few minutes. It was misty. It was very misty that day, and I had time to spare before I was heading from one appointment to the next, and so I decided to take a, a ride, and I drove past the Camelback Ski Resort. I climbed up the steep road and all the condominiums and things and uh, found my way to the 
park that I've grown to love called Big Pocono State Park. It felt as though I was floating in with the clouds. It was so amazingly thick, the mist. And then I found this trail that just took my breath away. It literally brought tears to my eyes as I looked at the mountain laurel in their glory with soft pink and white blooms. And they had dark, shiny leaves as they characteristically do. And uh, around them was paper birch with the white glowing stems leaning towards the grassy path below with ferns just gracing the forest floor. It was so magnificent. You couldn't design a landscape more beautifully. And it was such a difficult time in my life. I was just aching over the marriage that I was in that was ruined by the isolation of addiction. And I found such comfort amongst the trees. It saddens me really to think about the loneliness I was feeling for so many years, but I have such memories of visiting there, which I did many times after that with my sidekick, Miss Sarah, my canine kid at the time. And I'd go there and contemplate life and hike the trails and just pray for the gnawing ache to be filled. Since then, I found the courage to let go of the marriage, though it came with great sadness. It was soon after Sarah passed away, actually. And then came Miss Ellie May, my unexpected rescue, or unexpected furry messenger, I like to call her. A rescue that rescued me. She arrived about the same time Kurt came into my life. Yes, indeed. Life is a journey of letting go and new beginnings and growth if we allow it. Remain flexible and fluid with what life brings, especially through the challenging seasons, allowing yourself to be open to the magic. The hard and stiff will be broken. The soft and supple will prevail. Thanks so much. And thanks so much for joining me on the screen porch. I always enjoy visiting with you. And if you have, please share the episode with your friends so more can join this garden of life and learning from each other. It's such a joy. I look forward to hearing from more of you by emailing me at askmarystone at gmail.com. I'd love to hear your garden of life stories or special plants or even people, furry people too, that have made a difference in your life. Meanwhile, be flexible, be soft and gentle, enjoy each other, enjoy the world around us, embrace each other in the spirit of love. Thanks so much. You can follow Garden Dilemmas on Facebook or online at GardenDilemmas.com and on Instagram at hashtag Mary Elaine Stone. Garden Dilemmas, Delights and Discoveries is produced by Alex Bartling. Thanks for coming by. I look forward to chatting again from my screen porch. And always remember to embrace the unexpected in this garden of life. Have a great day.